Happy Sunday to you. And we are tracking a, a, a fantastic final round at the Memorial. Colin Morikawa, Patrick Cantley, uh, all tied up at 13 under. They're on the 18th hole. And Morikawa just hit a beauty out of the greenside bunker. Patrick Cantley looking at a uh, long putt here for birdie. That would give him the win. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, we did not have a duel today on the golf course, at least Nick Roddy and I. Um, it was close again. It was close. I mean, uh, yesterday I said, we got we to gotta get out of the triple digits. I was closer. We did not accomplish that. <laughs> Did not accomplish. We that saw a lot of the course today. We saw we were we really we saw a lot of Betsy Valley, and uh, as it turns out, we'll just finish the weekend even. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. It's about right. That's, <laughs> that's about right. Um, here's here's another thing that's right is uh, the Betsy Valley course here at Crystal Mountain is fantastic, and there's a lot of spots along the course that are. Uh, there's obviously some work being done and, and aside from everything, you know, all of the uh, mountain Ridge, which is a beautiful course, Betsy Valley is tough because it's tight. You got to really hit your shots and make them. Um, and we did not do any of those, especially off the tee, especially not our forte today, at least. And I know there's a ton of uh, uh, renovations going on all across the Betsy Valley. And and look here at Crystal Mountain, there's a whole array of things you can, you can do. You can golf here in the summer. You got skiing in the winter, but it's really a four seasons resort. And and there's just a ton of stuff to do here. And I want to talk about Betsy Valley in particular and, and a whole host of other things. Uh, and somebody who has been a, a, such a gracious host for us here. Uh, S- Sammy Lukaskevitz uh, is the VP of Marketing and Communications here at Crystal Mountain and joins us. How are you? I'm good, and you're my new favorite guy because you pronounced my name correctly. Well, <laughs> did I spend an hour trying to get it right? Yes. Uh, but look, in terms of everything that's going on here, specifically on – on the Betsy um, talk to me about some of the renovations that you guys are doing. There's, there's obviously some areas that are under sure. construction. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that the long-term plan is going to be really nice for that course. Yeah. We, uh, it really started out as a uh, fire mitigation um, really? measures to really pull out some of the dead trees, really mm-hmm. brighten up the place. Taking out some of those trees are going to allow us to have some more sunlight coming in um, and allow our, uh, groundskeeper, our superintendent, Jason Farah, who does a magnificent job on our golf courses to really make sure the, that they're in really great shape. And, and through that process, uh, we started looking at what else could we do. So we've retained the services of uh, A. John Harvey uh, to come in and really help us with uh, some of the transitions, mm-hmm. um, a new tea, uh, tea uh, complex, um, and just renovate some of the area, uh, some cart path moving. It's just really going to make the uh, eight and nine transition area a lot nicer and a lot friendlier to use. And, you know, there's some nuances with Betsy Valley being so narrow and, you know, lightening up uh, the area on eight and nine is really going to open it up a little bit. And uh, I think make golfers really happy back there. But, you know, somebody like me who hits that, you know, I'm a righty. So for me, I got <laughs> that. I got I like to call it a cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Others will call it a, a severe slice. 
Yeah, I think that's a, is that a draw? I think that's a draw, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's on purpose, it's not a slice. That's I mean, you're playing. That's right. It's so. a draw. There yeah. were a couple times Nick today is like, Chris, you're 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 aiming at three holes to the left. Why the hole is is a dog leg right? What are you doing? Um, but but the 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 thing is, depending on you know, and look, I I uh, you know Tiger Woods here. Um, <laughs> with that being said, there are still opportunities for you to to make good scores on a lot of these holes, sure, particularly absolutely. on the Mountain Ridge, but that's certainly in Betsy. Yeah, too. I mean, you certainly need to hit straight <laughs> when you play golf at any time. But um, um, with Betsy Valley, it's really a fun course, and you know, I played today as well, and. Um, I spared you guys some of my scores too, but um, it, it's it, it's a golfer's uh, golf course in yeah. that respect, and that you really, if you're not respecting it, it's not going to respect you. And I think with some of these renovations, particularly taking out some of the trees, you see a little bit more of the fairways. We're going to have a, a lot more opportunities for better grass out back there, and that's really important too, um, just in in that respect, kind of the technical side of golf. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, I thought I had a good time today. You know, it got a little hot, but not too hot. And we had some uh, really good tea times too, to help yeah. us out. So yeah, we, yeah, we went off <laughs> about eight o'clock this morning. Uh, the other part of all of this, of course, is when you're talking about your bunkers, there's uh, work being done on those as well. Yeah, we'll eventually get to the bunkers. Um, that's uh, part of a, a long-term plan. Um, and, you know, we are always looking at what that experience is for golfers sure. out here and uh, to really make the most of their visit here. And, I mean, we've got two championship golf courses, but we're also surrounded by a ton of golf courses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we work with those other golf courses, and this is a destination for or uh, really golfers who want to take advantage of a wonderful Michigan spring, summer, and fall. You know, we had skiing while we had the golf course open. So no way. we're very lucky that we've had uh, pretty good temperatures lately. And, um, you know, we could theoretically be playing golf while we're starting to make snow on the mountains. So, Wild. yeah, I mean, this is a great place pure in Michigan. this whole area. Pure Michigan, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, and, and Betsy's the original course here at Crystal. And, and with that, becomes there's maturity involved with a lot of sure. the vegetation. So it's yeah. upkeep is it's just necessary. Yeah, and again, Jason Farah does a magnificent job of really keeping this place. And, yeah. you know, in many respects, Mountain Ridge gets a lot of the credit because there's this romanticism uh, by playing, you know, alongside uh, or, and along mountains and, yeah. you know, the rolling hills. And, you know, your ball getting a little extra attention on those hills, rolling a yeah. little bit further probably helps too. Yeah. Uh, but Betsy Valley surely is a really fun place to golf. Uh, coming up also later on this month, you've got the Michigan Women's Open. And I know that's it's it's a, a really fun event. And I know you guys are excited about it. Yeah, we are. This is the 19th year that we've hosted the Michigan Women's Open. And, and uh, these fantastic women play on the Mountain Ridge. And uh, we get a ton of LPGA golfers. But we also get some amateurs and uh, would-be professionals that play here. Uh, last year's winner, Sarah Burnham, was a MSU standout. And, uh, you know, we were always looking forward to the Ohio State girls, the Michigan State women, and, and uh, the Michigan women who come out here and play. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fun, great event. And it's a $40,000 purse, which is a pretty decent amount wow. for an event like this. And uh, with this being the 19th season, we're expecting a really full field at this point. So... And that's uh, the Pro-Am is on the 26th of June. The Open is the 28th through the 30th. Right? Yeah, and anybody can play in the Pro-Am. Just go to crystalmountain.com, um, and we'll pair you with a professional. You can play by yourself. You can bring a foursome. If you've never played with a pro, <laughs> do yourself a favor. 
and come up here to Crystal Mountain and play in the pro. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. What and they could do with the golf ball. I, I don't want to, you know, belittle the scores that you guys had today, but <laughs> no, it's all right. on, Go ahead. on Mountain Ridge, Sarah Burnham last year, she finished 54 holes, 18 under. So she is a pretty, pretty uh, close, pretty good service. golfer. She's on the in the LPGA right now and on the tour, and she's <laughs> she's hardcore. She's a great golfer, and just watching these women play, they're just so good, and it really humbles you when you're you think you're an okay golfer and you go out and play on the weekends or whatever, and then when you're playing alongside these professionals, Yikes. it really Uh-oh. is just yeah, you're in it to have some fun, right? Absolutely, <laughs> and, and and more of the time you'll be. The, the jaw will be agape because you'll be looking at their fantastic shots yeah. and while you're spending time. Oh, yeah. And then you're uh, uh, when I was playing today, I overanalyzed. OK, am I standing here way too long? Wait, keep keep your head down. OK, uh, arms straight. Uh, uh, they're not thinking that, I'm sure. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for having us. Thanks for being here. We're really excited about it. And uh, we love WJR. So. Glad you could come us. We pre- and, and this is a hero sports rep. We are the the unofficial start of the Pure Michigan Golf Tour, and we're doing it here at Crystal Down. So thank well, you. We couldn't be more proud. Sammy Lukaskevitz, <laughs> my new boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> two for two. Two for two. That's it. Two for two. Uh, VP of Marketing and Communications. Thanks again. We appreciate you. All right. More to come here on Sports Wrap. Uh, and Nick, we got an update here at the Memorial. Uh, we're in a playoff. All right. We'll talk about that coming up next. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy here on WJR. All right. Welcome back. Uh, atrocious scores at the Betsy Valley today for Nick and I. Well, for me, I don't know. It maybe, wasn't maybe, atrocious. Maybe, you ha- maybe your scores were fine. Um, but the, the, this finale here at the Memorial is fantastic. What's, what's the latest? I know that. Uh, Morikawa out of the greenside bunker, really nice out, put it within a foot of the hole. Yep. Uh, put it in for par. Cantley. Cantley made a nice run at it for birdie, but uh, just put it past the hole. All right, so now we're in the playoff with the two of them, right? Correct. And who finished third? Who was in that, that group uh, with them? Scotty Scheffler, I believe, was okay. in third at one point. And he had he, he had pushed his putt on 17, and that dropped. The, he gave one back there, didn't he? I think he was 12 under. Now he's uh, he finished 11 under for the day. So we'll keep you up to date on that as well. Um, what did you think of, of Betsy Valley today? I thought it was great. Uh, it was, yes, yeah, so a, lot, a lot more tight uh, yeah. than uh, our course yesterday, um, Mountain Ridge. Yeah. But it was, it was nice. It was challenging but fair, just kind of like yesterday. Challenging but fair. Greens it, were – Greens were great. Yep. And – I thought the. I mean, for me, I thought that's. I mean, that's the most important thing. But the fairways were great. The rough, I thought at Betsy today was a little thicker and heavier than it was yesterday at the at Mountain Ridge. Yes, and uh, we saw a few uh, uh, less bunkers today than we did yesterday. Certainly less bunkers today. Um, so as we keep track of what's going on uh, out at uh, at the memorial, um, one of the the things that came across today was. Uh, for the Tigers, Jacoby Jones has been designated for for assignment. So if he clears waivers, he'll be a free agent. Um, c- could you muster up a guess on what he's batting this year? Uh, is it close to our golf scores? Um, so if uh, no, thank thank God, <laughs> uh, Jacoby Jones this year batting one seventy, he's got forty two strikeouts in one hundred and five at bats. 
Last year was his best season in terms of his batting average in a shortened 2020 campaign. Uh, he was at 268. I mean, Jacoby Jones, just he hasn't been able to produce at the play. He's been injured throughout his brief Tigers career. Um, but A.J. Hinch, the manager, said, look, they've got confidence in Derek Hill. They've got confidence in Daz Cameron in terms of the actual defensive play in the outfield. So why not give them more of an opportunity? It, it, to me, Jacoby Jones isn't doing the job, and I think they, they agree. Yeah, I mean, we've been hearing about these guys, Derek Hill and Daz Cameron, for years. Years. It's about time we see if they have anything. I think it's pretty clear what Jacoby Jones is. He's a spectacular defender as an outfielder, but he hasn't put it together at the plate. Uh, this team isn't competitive right now, at least for the division. I mean, they're winning games recently, but that is to make them competitive. And we got to see what they're getting with Cameron and uh, and Hill, and then ultimately Riley Green, hopefully this year too. Yeah, and I think we, when you and baseball is a little bit of a different of a monster in terms of developing these guys uh, it, within the within the minor league system. But then when when you get to the bigs again, just kind of developing them. And you to me, it's these guys and and see what you got, see what you have. If you don't have anything, fine. You can either try to move them for some assets, uh, draft picks, whatever, or you know try to work out a trade or just see if they are a viable option for this team going forward. So interesting move uh, by the organization there. I, it's not entirely surprising. Quite frankly, I'm thrilled uh, that was the, the, uh, the move. Uh, speaking of another move in the NFL, how about this trade for Julio Jones? The, the word was that he was going to be on the on the move from Atlanta, and he shows up at an airport wearing Dallas Cowboy gear. Well, shortly after he gets called by Shannon Sharp on live television asking if he wants to go to the Dallas Cowboys, and he says no. Correct. So now Julio Jones is on the move, and he's going to the Tennessee Titans. There had been a lot of, of, of conversation from the Jones camp uh, just about what he's looking for, specifically in a quarterback, big arm, accurate, um, you know, big playmaking ability. I, I don't know. Ryan Tannehill isn't that. Um, but certainly you look at what they're getting for Julio Jones, a 2022 second round draft pick and a 2020, 20, uh, 2023 fourth round pick. Do you think that's a fair value for for Julio Jones even at this point in his career? Yeah, probably. I mean, he's still a wide receiver. He's not going to get a first-round pick. But now look at Tennessee's offense. You have Julio Jones, you have A.J. Brown, and you have maybe the best running back in football, Derrick Henry. Maybe? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. That offense is loaded. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's scary. Uh, and I want to check this out. So Julio Jones in his career over the last 10 years has had 58 100-yard games. How many 100-yard games would you happen to think the Titans have had in a 10-year span as a team? In a 10-year span? Yeah, with a, with a receiver having a 100-yard game. 30. 50. Uh, 200-yard game. Julio Jones has had three. How many Titans have had a 200-yard game in that span? Mm, zero. Zero. Julio Jones has had a 300-yard game. How many Titans have had that? I would, I would say zero. Zero, if considering no had, yeah. nobody had two. 
all I'm saying is uh, you look at the addition to Julio Jones on that, on that offense, and it's frightening. Uh, it, in terms of favorites to win the Super Bowl, they've shot up as being favorites to win the Super Bowl with the addition of Julio Jones. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a val, I think it's a great trade for Tennessee. I don't know I, what, I don't know what Atlanta's doing. I don't understand either. Uh, they thought they can give it another run with Matt Ryan. So they took Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida with the fourth pick, which was, uh, I think a fine pick in that spot. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Highly regarded in the draft. Absolutely. So they think they can win. They don't take a quarterback. Granted, quarterbacks went one, two, three. The next guy would have been Justin Fields. He fell all the way to Chicago. They then trade their best player. So what is the plan in Atlanta? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But so, but again, you got Calvin Ridley. You got Russell Gage, who's you know kind of you, you, your utility guy. Um, and now. With the with the the addition of Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I don't know. I, mean, I I don't know why the move why the why to make the move to move Julio Jones now for again when you argue do you feel like you can make a run at it? They obviously did, but you're just not getting very much in return. And maybe he didn't demand it. Maybe at this point in his career, he's not going to fetch you a first round pick. No. But not at his age. But as as a team that's trying to win now, I don't. It doesn't help them right now. Nope. They they, they didn't even get a player in return. So it's I what what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right, more to come here on Sports Wrap. I want to talk about this Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight coming up. Is there anything more ridiculous than a YouTuber in a in a boxing ring? I, I don't know what this is, and we'll give you some of the parameters to the fight because those are equally as ridiculous. That's coming up next here on Sports Wrap. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy here on WJR. All right, welcome back to the unofficial start of the 2021 Pure Michigan Golf Tour. Guy Gordon will join us here in a bit. He'll be the master of ceremonies for the week uh, as we uh, officially kick things off tomorrow. Uh First playoff hole out at the Memorial. What do we got, Nick? Uh, they're both uh, probably 10 feet for par. Uh, Cantley's up first. Uh, and Cantley just, he was in the bunker, right? He chipped yes, out. Yes, and Morikawa he... was, had a tough lie in the thick rough off the green. Um, I told you we, we'd talk about this this Mayweather-Paul fight. You, you look at all of the great boxers in history. The Ali's, the Foremans, Pacquiao, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Lab. I mean, quality boxers. Floyd Mayweather is on that list. I mean, he's he's undefeated, 50-0, and 0, and he's on that list. He's one of the greatest of all time. Tommy hit the Hitman Hearns on the list. What are we doing to box? I, I don't know what's happening to boxing. And to be fair... With the rise of the UFC and and the and the the huge popularity spike in the UFC, that has certainly uh, delivered a blow, pun intended, to boxing. But I don't know that we've ever come as close as we are now to just 
devaluing a sport at this level. Th- 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 this, is, this is an abomination to boxing. So he- here are the parameters to this fight. You've got no winners and no judges. You got knockouts are allowed. You got eight three-minute rounds. So if there's no winner, if there's no judges, what what look, here's the here's the calling card of Floyd Mayweather. He dances around the ring. He doesn't particularly hit you very hard, but he's got better endurance than anybody's ever faced, and he'll dance you to death. That's how Floyd Mayweather wins, which is fine. But that's what this is going to be. You think these guys are going to are going to KO each other? Not a chance. I, I, to me, this is this this match, and you're going to ask people. Look, Logan Paul is a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. He makes silly videos online. God bless. That's how you make your living. But don't pretend to get into a ring and and you know act like you want to take some punches. Because he's never faced anybody that that will hit him like a real boxer has. So my hope here's my hope is that Floyd Mayweather. Aside from becoming a, a sideshow at this point, even even agreeing to a fight like this is a pure money grab. I hope Floyd Mayweather knocks him out because that's what that, that at this point that's what this situation demands. That's what's on the line here for boxing. This can no longer be a a, a, a you know a circus as it's become. Is that going to prevent this from happening again, though, if Floyd Mayweather knocks him out? I mean, no, I this, it, so this, what do you want boxing to do? I think boxing because, needs to take a stand to say that we're not, well, this is not going to be. Then nobody's the going to watch. Well, okay, but then this is going to be product. the biggest pay per view draw sure. in a while. Absolutely. But let's be, you, this is going to cost you 50 bucks if you want to watch it today. Yeah. That's I, for what? For what are we watching? What are we watching? Th- th- this is this is a non-boxer fighting a boxer. Yeah. Not the first time it's happened. Guy, put put him on. Not the first time it's happened. You guys don't remember. Put, put him up, Tony. Guy Gordon. You guys don't remember. Muhammad Ali fought a guy named Antonio Inoki. Okay. He was a Japanese professional wrestler. He spent the entire match on his back trying to scissor kick Ali. <laughs> Ali had to be, I think, hospitalized with blood clots in his legs because he had been kicked so much by this guy who was trying to... It was an even worse carnival mess than what this is going to okay, be. Okay, but at least... Okay. So, so I'm just saying I it's understand. not new. We've seen, we saw the greatest cash-in with a, a really dumb stunt. But, but it, it, was it, embarrassing. Was, it was certainly not promoted at this level. Nobody was being asked to pay fifty dollars to watch this. You know, like, I don't. I, I I don't remember. I, I it was uh, what was the year? Nineteen seventy six. Well, so I was I was busy graduating from high school, but sure. I, I remember just what an abomination it was. Yeah, and that's exactly how I feel about this. I it, this you can. I mean, Logan Paul can pretend to be a boxer. He can pretend to 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 be. You're get into a fight with 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 somebody where there's judges and winners. And then and then if you want to enter into the world that way, do it that way. But don't 
the, these cash grabs. And, and look, you're being asked to pay for it. I you're think, the one that's going to be asked to shell out 50 bucks. For I, it. I think, though, this is what boxing needs to do. If they want to get people into the sport of boxing, they need people to buy Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul and watch the fights beforehand and get invested and interested into these other boxers. I think that's what boxing needs to do. You need people to... So this is the springboard to bring the thing back. I think so. Because if if Mayweather and Paul didn't fight tonight, no one is buying this. Well, that's, that's true. And I think boxing, to its own fault, has done a poor job in marketing its product. And, and whether or not they have any bona fide superstars after Floyd Mayweather retired. Well, now they've, you know, they've got competition that they've never had before with WWE, MMA. I mean, there's so sure. many other sure. things that go far. I mean, isn't boxing, when you watch some of these things, kind of tepid? I mean, compared to MMA, compared to, I mean, if you want bloodlust, I mean, you got All right, it. right, but hold and on. But, so how is this stunt any different than what, than what you go in when you go see WWE? Well... Well, let's I not mean, go there. It's but it's but for me, boxing is an it's a it's it's a show. It's a show, but there is a there is a certain element of there's a certain finesse to it. It's a dance. It's a like there's strategy in how you're gonna how you're gonna approach any given fighter you're gonna fight. There's a there's a there's a there's a logical series of events that you can take it's it's oh, yeah. to me that's fascinating yes that's why when people are like oh baseball's boring i love that baseball is the way it is because i like to see what's happening in between pitches i like to see the shifts i like to see what the calls are coming in from the dugout i like to see the communicate but i'm a nerd like that right so what 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 ufc is an mma there is a an element of that but it's a lot more in your face bloody gory uh yeah. twist your arm and whatever entertaining and there's a place for that (laughs) but my my only thing is i think boxing has done itself a disservice by by not promoting themselves the proper way and by allowing something like this it's just me i mean are you i mean are you gonna watch it tonight nick no i will not no what about what about you Are you going to watch this thing tonight i don't know that depends on how boring you guys are at dinner (laughs) you you know if it really (laughs) you know if you're so yeah, so yes, yes, so yes, that'll be happening. Um, is the, what's going on at the memorial? Is it over? Uh, yeah, Cantley uh, won. Patrick Cantley won. Yep, he sunk his par putt, and Morikawa um, kind of went past the hole on his par. All right. So I think Patrick we're also headed to a playoff in the uh, women's open right now. Oh, really? Yes. All right, we'll keep an eye on that too. Um. Uh, you know, I, I I I told our spin on golf guys who we'll talk to uh, coming up in just a bit. Um, I like I really like Patrick Cantley in uh, at the PGA Championship. He was kind of my dark horse, and he just didn't have a very good. I I love his brand. His he is a fantastic golfer. Uh, it's just very sound in a lot of the in, nothing in like the FedEx uh, points leader as your dark horse. Well, he wasn't one of the favorites at the championship. That's all I'm saying. Okay. He was coming out of the nine gate for me. Um, and, and, and that whole course, not the whole course, but a lot of that course was just redesigned by Jack Nicholas, wasn't it? Moving greens, 
moving. Uh, this was the first year that it was just redone, right? Yeah. So they were. He was adding bunkers, taking bunkers away, elongating greens, shortening greens, um, and it was pretty interesting to hear him talk about it because, again, you talk about the guys like Bryson DeChambeau, who and we talked about him yesterday. Uh, these long hitters, and there's only so many things you can do to to you know keep those guys at bay. Um, but they talked about adding some more hazards and, you know, just reconfigurating a lot, a, a few of these holes um, enough to where it's a bit of a challenge. And it, the, this is the first time all these guys have seen it. So um, Patrick Hanley, your 2021 Memorial winner. That's awesome. I wonder what John Rahm's doing right now. John, John Rahm has got to be, he's got to be home. Uh, he's had a couple drinks by now, I would think. You think he's watching? I'm sure he's watching. You think he's watching? Yep. That's brutal. That's a, that is a glutton for punishment right there. Does Um, Patrick Cantlay give him some of the money as a nice tip? Like halvesies? Yeah. I would think probably not. All right. More sports wrap on the other side here on WJR next. All right. Welcome back. Uh, Rough day for Nick and I on the Betsy Valley course here at Crystal Mountain, but not so much guy. You had a a pretty nice Uh, day today. Considering I never hit a fairway. Off the tee. Oh, you hit one, one or two. Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, no. I think Nick was watching me come down. To se- was it seventeen at the par five? Yes. Okay, I hit it in the woods. It, it threw it back out. I hit yeah. it into another woods. It threw hit it, it back, back out. out. He, three times. Found all of them and uh, and made bogey. So it was it was just ugly. I'm just waiting for uh, you know guy to eventually tell us that he had people hiding up in the trees, just throwing balls out every time he hit him into the woods. Yeah, little hobbits. That's okay. Yeah, the hobbits were right. there helping me. That's out. all right. No question. That's money well spent. I got to tell you, you know, in looking, I was just fishing around the website, the Crystal Mountain website. the The difference in greens fees between Betsy Valley mm-hmm. and Mountain Ridge, I think Betsy Valley may be one of the best values around. I think that they're selling that course short. I thought it was – I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Mountain Ridge mm-hmm. yesterday. And, and yeah, they, just for those of you that come up here, they're doing some renovations, some forestry management on the front nine. And Which so it's they cut down unique. a lot of trees, and there's a lot of mud, but that's not in the playing area. It's no. not in the playing zone at all. There's a good buffer all around it. It's Tees, just, fairways, rough, and greens are beautiful. green, there yeah. was absolutely – it was. I thought it was in great shape, uh, but I – it's you know it's uh, it's tighter. It, was, it is tighter, and that's that's okay. So you better, and you know you're gonna you're gonna find yourself on a lot of these holes. Maybe leaving the driver in the bag if you yeah. if you're the kind of guys like us that spray us. We would have had a, a much better round today, score wise, if we weren't trying to you know jack a big one off the yeah. tee. Yeah, and the I thought the pin placements today were great. Uh, they were hard, but they were good. And uh, the the greens are inc- they're challenging here. So on this course. On the back nine, almost all the greens were front to back. I yep. mean, and so you did not want to go beyond the hole because you would have just a stinker of a putt coming back. So you want to keep it below the hole. But it, they were in great shape. We were talking about this yesterday. Just, just the condition of the course uh, is just fantastic considering some of the harsh winters that they've had here over the past few years and the damage that they had to deal with. Uh, two really good courses here at Crystal Mountain. Uh, it's hard to beat some of the views up at the ridge, though. Uh, oh, yeah, the ridge. vistas on the ridge are really special. I will tell you, I think the 10th hole, which is kind of a billy goat par five, yeah. where you're going up and it's a dog leg right, great, great starting hole to your uh, to your, your back, back nine. nine. You got a nice gallery for your uh, second shot. Yes. Yeah, let's well, talk you know. about, yeah, well, let's talk about. So one of the uh, the the cool parts of here at Crystal Valley is is uh, 
a lot of the courses uh, are lined with cottages, houses. Yes. And so today, you on that billy goat hole with a dead vertical hill up on 10, uh, you kind of hit it off over onto the left-hand side and right in front of a house, almost in their backyard. Seven people on the deck. On watching. the deck. Yes. And, and then I'm they there. gave you the... They, yes, they, well, and they also, they also pointed me to my ball, which was very <laughs> yeah. nice of them. They're like rangers and, out there yeah, for you. Yeah, and then I, you know, I did they run down I, and put a little I flag a in the great in the... shot after that because you know I do well in front of a crowd, no doubt. You know, so you know that was a lot of fun, and they they, they were very nice. But it, it was like, boy, they were just having the nicest. And I got to tell you, some of the cottages up here are absolutely beautiful, beautiful, and and you can see why the folks folks love it up here. I was actually surprised that a lot of them didn't look like they'd been opened up yet, or folks haven't come up yet. This would have, they missed one of the greatest weekends of the summer so far. This is yeah. great. A little warm, but it was great. Chris Lifford's giving me one of his fingers on one of his hands because he couldn't find his ball on that Billy Goat Hill. And he, and he hit a, an he absolute it. rocket. Yeah. It was his best ball of the day, and it just, it just disappeared. Like, it's like the Bermuda Triangle out there. Just was gone. Had no idea where it went. So it's somewhere with the Lost Squadron, and we'll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so lots of great golf up here in Crystal Mountain, and we will uh, uh, we will talk about that more uh, tomorrow uh, from nine to noon with Guy Gordon. Uh, and I know coming up, obviously with everything going out at the memorial, lots to talk about. Uh, Sean Belegian and Mike Fay, half of the team of Spin on Golf, they're at DGC. What's up, fellas? There they are. Hi, how are you? Hey, Sean, have you got us? Hello. Yeah, we got you. We got it. Good to hey, see listen, you. modern technology, boys. Uh, we got her going and uh, ready to do a, a full show tonight. And uh, it's, you get fired up hearing like Guy talk about it. And, uh, even in the warm weather like this, I know some guys, uh, BC said uh, he loves this. This is his favorite type of weather and all that, but uh, just beautiful. And, I, you know, it's one of the things that we talk about often on the show. Everybody plans their golf trips. Why leave our beautiful state? There's so much no need to in our beautiful state. Just stay here at home and, and, and go golfing at one of the courses all over our great state. That is the absolute truth. And then we've got Jordan Young and BC Brian Cairns up at the Adidas State Pro Am, and they're at Boyne Highlands. So yeah. uh, I know I know you guys will will talk to them too. Hey Mike, I'd love to get your thoughts on on uh, everything that kind of finished up at the Memorial, the playoff with Cantley and Morikawa. Would you Would you think I thought it was a an excellent finish? I thought it was an excellent finish. I think we should talk a little bit about the Memorial and the changes that Jack made to the golf course. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, you got to feel for John Rock. You got to feel for him the way that he played great. Well, I know you guys got a lot to do, so we will let you go. Get ready for your show. Spin on golf coming your way at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll get to that as, as soon as we can. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you were here watching the, the memorial, too, the finish there. What... It, now, in hindsight, here with everything uh, that that went around yesterday with John Rahm testing positive, had to withdraw from the from the tournament. Um, would you have liked to have seen something different play out there in terms of allowing him to play? I, Do you think that the PGA needs to to make that decision going forward? 
Look, I think that the greatest risk that you have, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and we'll talk about it tomorrow on, on our show at 9 to noon on yeah. WJR. Uh, I think you could have made an argument that, look, the greatest risk is the COVID case you don't know about. He's, sure. he's asymptomatic, so he has a low viral load. Mm-hmm. He can, you put an N95 on him, you put him in a, bu- literally put him in a bubble, you put him in a, and let him walk it, you, you, you ice him out, you put two guys in the foursome that have already been vaccinated or that have already had it, and you continue play, he keeps his distance, you're outdoors for crying out loud. There, there was a way that they could have, uh, there was a way that they could have handled that and given him a chance to finish out that tournament. Yeah, no, I agree. I know I, I would love to get BC's take on this. Brian Karen's up at uh, Boyne Highlands with us as well. What did you think of that uh, John Rahm decision? Did you did you like it? Do you think they should have let him play in a different fashion? They, in terms of whom, you have to remember the players own that association, so they make the rules. They play by the rules, and that's the rule, so he doesn't play. That's yeah. the way it is. And, and you can say, well, they should. Well, who's they? That, those are his rules that he's playing okay. on. Sure. Do you, do you think that they'll amend that going forward? I, I mean, Guy Gordon and I have a different opinion on this whole situation anyway. I, I, I can assure you that. We usually do, Brian, on most yes. things. Have, have, having said that, I mean, come on. Like Guy Gordon said, just give him a mask and let him play golf, for God's sakes. I mean, this whole thing is so out of control, so overblown. Anyway, let the guy play golf. Yeah. Uh, give, yes. me, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on the, on the finale there at the Memorial going into the, uh, the playoff with Cantley and uh, Morikawa. It was exciting. I, I, did, I didn't see that. I saw the women's open finale, how Lexi just okay. folded the tent yeah. and uh, bogeyed the last two holes, unfortunately. So I was up to speed on the women's. I'm watching up here at Bay Harbor, but it's too bad that Lexi didn't win that tournament. She lost it. But, um, yeah, I heard Cantley. Uh, squeaked one out in the playoff there. Yeah, they both had a couple of uh, nice bunker shots, uh, nice greenside bunker shots, and Cantley put one real close, and Morikawa missed his par putt there at the end, so that's how it finished up. But um, I know you guys got a lot of other stuff going on. What, what, what are you doing up at the Highlands? What's going on up there? Uh, I'm, I'm staying over at Bay Harbor, but, yeah, we're playing at the Highlands tomorrow. The State Pro-Am, Jordan's up here too. Um Jeff Goble's up here, too. We got a bunch of guys up here this week playing. Uh, it's one pro and then a scratch amateur playing in um, really our kickoff for our tournament, big tournament season. The Michigan opens next week. So mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of the Michigan PGA's big kickoff, big tournament. Yeah. All right. Well, I know you guys got a lot of stuff to do, and uh, we we've got Spin on Golf coming your way uh, here in just a few minutes. BC, have a good show, man. Thank you. Cheers. All right. That's going to do it for us. From Crystal Mountain, uh, the Pure Michigan Golf Tour kicks off tomorrow, 9 to noon. Guy Gordon here on WJR. Don't miss it. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy, have yourself a wonderful Sunday. Sports Wrap next week, 6 o'clock Saturday.